and welcome back to another episode of Halil Nafsak. I hope you're all doing good and alhamdulillah I'm doing good and as you can see we're very close to Ramadan and I think this is the most exciting part about Ramadan but I've been meaning to do this episode since last year and alhamdulillah alhamdulillah that I'm finally getting to do this episode. Okay so this episode as you all know and as you all have read by its title is dedicated to our beloved sisters and brothers in Gaza in Palestine who have been going under a literal genocide and the world is si- silently watching this episode is dedicated to their faith their iman their taqwa in this episode i want to shine light on the lessons that we can and we should learn and take from the people of Palestine, from their resilience, from their iman. There is so much to learn from them. There is so much to ponder upon and then self-reflect and question ourselves. Are we preparing ourselves for the akhirah? Or are we even working towards it? They are the shuhada, right? By the will of Allah. They are completing their time on earth, suffering and being strong in their faith and returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by the will of Allah, entering Jannah. But what about us? Like, what are we doing? Where are we heading? Are we even living a life of purpose? A life to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Forget that. Are we even trying to be consistent with our salah, our Quran? The basics, the bare minimum. It is high time we take our deen seriously and take some serious actions towards it. Moving on, today... I'm going to share six lessons that I've personally learned and understood from this ongoing genocide, from the people of Palestine, from the, from the endless gruesome videos and news I have been watching. And I think we all have been watching and reading since October 7th now, four plus months, four plus months of people being murdered, children being killed and tortured just because they are Palestinians, just because they are not white. Just because they are from a different race. It is so disappointing. It is heartbreaking. I think heartbreaking is a very small word, you know. It is heart-wrenching to see this happening in front of our eyes and not being able to do anything about it. The least we can do is make dua, sincere dua, and boycott companies and brands that have blindly supported this genocide. That have, you know, literally aided aided the murderers like they don't deserve one penny from us and this boycott will remain forever inshallah inshallah so let's move on further with our episode today inshallah and the first point that i'd like to share with you all is that your faith in allah should be so strong that no catastrophe or trial can shake it this is a big one. This is something that we have learned in our Islamic history lessons. You know, when we were told the stories of the prophets and the sahabas who suffered and went through torture and so much pain just for the sake of Allah, just for the sake of Islam. And now in our time, we are witnessing that in front of our eyes, the torture and the unshakable faith in Allah. Subhanallah. It is mind-blowing how parents are bidding farewell to their kids with a smile on their face. SubhanAllah, how little kids are making sure that they say the shahada while counting on the last breaths of their life. 
their faith, their iman is so strong. It's on a different level. They know that you know this world is a mere delusion, as Allah says in the Quran, dunya and a couple of other ayahs that speak about the same uh you know that give the same reference. They've understood this ayah so clearly, just like the Sahabas and the Prophets did in the past. And I think it is time for us to understand. The lessons are for us that the problems you and I are going through should not shake our faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It should rather bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's better to suffer for 80 or 90 years than to suffer for an eternity where a second will feel like an hour. It is for us to strengthen our faith in Allah and have husn and have husnullah thinking good of Allah and getting closer to him pleasing him fighting our nafs and desires for his sake accepting whatever hardship we are going through as a test for us for us in dunya trying our best to win the akhirah they alhamdulillah and by the will of Allah are winning and completing their time on earth and happily by the will of Allah leaving this earth but what about us what are we doing where are we heading it is high time we think about it, guys. Really, we need to sit and check in with ourselves. What am I doing to please Allah? Am I building my akhirah? Is my faith in Allah strong? What can I do to get better in my deen? We need to sit and ask these questions more often and keep trying to get better, inshallah. Lesson number two. You can never, ever, ever witness justice in this dunya. Hence, Allah has established the day of judgment for all of us. A bitter truth that we all slowly understand as we grow up, we cannot expect justice from this dunya. Nuh -uh. No ways. No matter how many movements people come up with, no matter how many protests and whatnot, the one in power always wins somehow. The one who has got money, sources can make his way through and others have to suffer and they always suffer. And who but Allah can do justice where every person is held accountable rightfully for their deeds good or bad and that is why we have the day of judgment where allah will hold those accountable who have illegally stolen others rights who have snatched away others right to live to be happy to live a normal life and this is not just for the palestinians but for everyone who has been deprived of their right and one of the ayah that lives in my head head rent free is uh, there's this last part of this ayah that translate into allah says and their eyes will stare in horror. Ya Allah, this, wallahi, this ayah is so, so scary. It is terrifying. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from doing wrong to others. And if we do, may he give us the strength to ask for forgiveness. This ayah is pure horror because people think they do bad and just like, khalas, yani, they're getting away. But no, dude, the day awaits when their eyes will stare in horror and nothing nothing can be scarier than that and the third one is um is one of the most repeated reminders and it is uh, a quranic verse from uh, surah uh, al-imran it's uh, verse number 185 and it translates into every soul will taste death and you will only receive your full reward on the day of judgment whoever is spared from the fire and is admitted into paradise will indeed triumph whereas the life this is the part we all need to focus on Whereas the life of this world is no more than the delusion of enjoyment. The sooner we understand this ayah, the better it is for you, for me, for all of us. 
this world is a mere delusion this world is a dream and you are certainly going to wake up from this dream the day you die and none of us know when is the day we die when is the day when there will be no tomorrow for us when is the day when we shall go back to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's very scary death is inevitable this dunya is a delusion we need to work for our akhirah for our grave we will be all alone in that narrow dark space only our a'mal will speak for us either they'll be a source of comfort or a source of ma'adallah discomfort start working for your akhirah today from this very moment promise yourself not tomorrow not the day after death will not wait for you trust me guys it's like it's it's very sad like okay let's not get to that part let me just uh, get uh to where i was saying but death is not going to wait for anyone it's not going to wait for you to start praying from from tomorrow right start praying today even if you don't feel like it get up and pray start reading quran start wearing your hijab start lowering your gaze take a step towards quitting music respect and love your parents internet is a scam it is a big scam your biggest enemy where people are always pushing forward the notion of going easy and it's okay blah 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 because death will not see that oh okay he she is going easy i'll come some other time no you have to do it for yourself by the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make sincere dua ask allah cry to him and take those sincere steps to tomorrow is not promised for any one of us tomorrow is is a delusion i would say there is no tomorrow guys we don't know what's going to happen so bismillah let's just make a promise to ourselves and and work towards getting closer to allah and being a better muslim so allah can forgive us and inshallah we'll be able to enter jannah without any adab or hisab ya rab bismillah lesson number 4 and this one <laughs> i think it's a little controversial for some people but truth is truth facts are facts that this is this one is that allah has created men as the leaders and the caretakers of a household for a reason now i don't know but this might be triggering for some people but facts are facts as i just said so allah has given men a responsibility of being the strength of their family right and the men of gaza oh my god the men of gaza have beautifully portrayed that throughout this genocide regardless of being in pain regardless of being broken seeing their families die they've stood like a pole for their women holding them tight and firm giving them comfort and love when they themselves are dying on the inside that is how beautifully allah has created men and the modern toxic femininity has destroyed the beautiful concept of being a man and a woman definitely the beautiful concept that islam teaches men are not superior but they have a greater responsibility when allah says men are in charge he does not mean men are better than women it means he has a greater responsibility he's in charge of a household being in charge of people is not easy it takes a lot of mental strength and courage and that is what allah has given men that is a quality of a true man who can lovingly lead his family with tenderness and warmth someone who can be a shield in times of stress this is what being in charge means in islam and this is what men do like true men they lead their family they don't um what do you say they don't uh, boss around no they lead with love and compassion and this is what those i this is what we've seen the men being 
being a pillar of strength for their family through throughout this genocide it is so beautiful it is so beautiful it is so heart touching allah has created men in a very beautiful manner but the world and the modern femininity and whatnot has literally destroyed the beautiful concept of being a man and also a woman lesson number five all the people who have died for the sake of allah are not dead but martyrs by the will of allah uh, this ayah speaks uh, uh sorry this ayah is mentioned in surah al-baqarah uh, ayah number 154 where allah says do not say regarding those who are slain in the path of god that they are dead rather they are alive but you were not aware and we know that the death uh, sorry i know that the death of the children and everyone else has been heartbreaking heartbreaking is an understatement but subhanallah they have been honored with the status of being a martyr they are not dead they are shuhada they are alive they've attained such a great position and status in the eyes of allah and instead of crying and pitying we should strive to die for the cause of allah i know i know i'm not saying to not feel bad for them to not to not, not like to not be empathetic to not feel the pain because of course we are one ummah we feel the pain but you know like we should also understand the status that they've attained you know it's a very big it's an honor for them it's an honor they've attained such great position and status in the eyes of allah and instead of you know instead of crying over the fact that they're dying because they're not dying we should learn that we should also strive to die for the cause of allah lead a life in the way of allah for his sake right and you know we should pray to allah that may we die as shuhada as well may we be able to recite the shahada on our deathbed this is the real success this is the real win the martyrs are the most successful people because they've won the akhirah they've won eternity and that is what we all should aim for winning eternity over this temporary delusional life this world sorry guys lesson number six and the last one of this uh, episode inshallah that this world is a prison for the believer and there's an authentic hadith that speaks regarding this point so abu huraira he said that the messenger of allah وسلم, said the world is a prison house for a believer and paradise for a non-believer and it is mentioned in sahih muslim uh, hadith number 2956 for anybody who wants to double check so this hadith speaks volumes you know this hadith is spitting facts and anyone who is trying to win deen over dunya will relate and understand that haram is normalized and made okay and as being a part of this world in this time it is so so difficult to maintain and remain steadfast on your deen at times you feel frustrated and you feel like you're locked and caged with so many boundaries and barriers and restrictions and this is where you need to remind yourself of this hadith that it is a good sign that you are a believer you are trying and striving in the path of allah for his sake and having these feelings is normal because we are all humans okay and we are influenced by our surroundings we just need to have a perspective change okay and being in this prison is a part of the test and it is one of the reasons why we are sent on this earth hold on to it please and keep praying to allah to make it easy for you and remember this prison is going to last for 80 to 90 years max then you'll be free for an eternity right and by the will of allah we will enter jannah which is like 
our forever house. And trust me, once you get on the path towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you start seeing the beauty of this prison. This prison does not feel as bad or as restrictive. It gives you a purpose, you know, it gives you a meaning. There is there is this there is this understanding that what you're doing will not go waste. So keep striving till you get there. Bi'idhnillah, bi'idhnillah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us all towards him sincerely and may we all die on iman and faith and may our last words be the shahada ya rab ya rab before i leave guys uh, i wanted to uh, request you all to go and um, donate on ukhti's hub okay this is a very beautiful platform uh, uh, founded by one of my very dear friends and she i mean the ukhti's hub and uh, another an ngo called the unit Unity Arbitrators, they have collaborated to uh, collect donations for this cause to do, uh, donate to, you know, donate to the people of Palestine. So please, guys, uh, you can go and check out their Instagram page and inshallah, be I donate for the sake of Allah. As Ramadan is coming, I think we should openly give in the way of Allah so that Allah will give us back and return us back with more. And even if he does not, may Allah write that in our amal, in our good deeds. And may Allah raise our rank, ranks. Yeah, inshallah. And here we come to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening. As always, Jazakumullah khair. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you all. Allahumma balighna Ramadan. May we all witness this beautiful month. Bi'idhnillah. Take care everybody. And see you in the next episode. Insha'Allah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.